Hello everyone and welcome back to the Refocus podcast. Oh my goodness, it has been five whole months. Can you imagine? And so if you're hearing my voice right now, thank you for coming back. Thank you for believing in me enough to come back after such a long break. I promise nothing dramatic happened. I am well and I am so thankful to God for everything. It's just that I have so many other commitments that sometimes it's difficult to promise consistency. But I'll try. I think this time around I'll try. Because I really love this podcast. And I'm so thankful to God for the impact it has had. I mean, we've been running for close to two years now, on and off. (laughs) Because I've been pretty inconsistent. But I'm so thankful for everything and every person that has come on here to share, to be vulnerable, to educate, to inform. And I'm so thankful for those that take the time out to listen. However, I think we've been focused on some things at the expense of others. Now, all of this social, political, I don't know, issues we have in society, um, I think they're very important because we live in this world and these conversations need to be had. In fact, we should normalize having these conversations, conversations surrounding domestic abuse, sexual abuse, um, feminism, patriarchy, motherhood, dating, relationships. These are all really fun things, but There is something that our focus should have been on. I mean, this podcast is literally called the Refocus Podcast. And like I said earlier, I think we've just managed to focus on some things and some issues and some topics at the expense of others, which shouldn't be done. And so I'm thankful for the clarity this break gave. Many of you guys know how everything started. This podcast and my content creation career as a whole. And it was founded on answering this question. Or rather, taking you guys along on this journey to identify what really matters. Last week, I listened to a podcast that just absolutely wrecked me. It's crazy because the title of the podcast was Marriage in the Light of Eternity by Francis and Lisa Chan. And yet this podcast had literally (laughs) almost nothing to do with marriage itself. In fact, I left that conversation or rather listening to that conversation, knowing more about God than about anything else. And so I just wanted to share this because I think... When you have these moments where your truths and your values and your beliefs are confronted and challenged, especially when you're at fault, you have a decision to, you know, just get emotional, you know, and feel bad and, you know, make a few changes and just forget. (laughs) Or you can actually sit back and take an inventory of your life and 
make sure that you're taking permanent steps to changing because I think we have a lot of information but oftentimes we don't leave out truth we don't leave out this new knowledge that we've we've gotten you know and so that was a defining moment for me because I was really emotional and um, I just I didn't want that feeling to go you know that feeling of when you've you know something and you want to be better and you want to do better and I and I wanted to just because I've had those so many times and and the change just goes away and it's not sustained but this time I wanted it to stay and so I listened to that sermon and that message and over and over and over again because I just I wanted to remain in that frame of mind new thinking about life about my life on earth about whether my relationship with God even costs me anything and I'm I wanted to share this with you guys last week but I had a couple of other things and I just just kept postponing it and I and I think this is the best way to come back because I think what I got to know that day just changed everything and so I want to ask you this question what really matters what really matters to you because if you can truthfully answer this question then you would realize what you truly prioritize what you truly value what you truly you know what you truly care about you would realize what controls you what motivates you what wakes you up every morning if you can truthfully answer this question i think you will describe your god or rather what controls you <laughs> So what really matters? Now to some people it's family or money or fame or success, you know, proving a point. I don't know, getting richer, I don't know, breaking generational curses. <laughs> oh my goodness, as a, as a podcast, you know, for another day because I think many of us think we are on earth solely to break generational curses and we were made for so much more than that i don't think you can truly answer this question without even asking the purpose for your existence why are you here and what matters most to you and i took a deep long life <laughs> inventory and I was ashamed to say success really mattered to me. I was ashamed to say building wealth and just becoming so rich really mattered to me. I was ashamed to say that meeting the expectations of my loved ones really mattered to me. I was ashamed to say that my career and just i don't know <laughs> getting dual citizenship i guess i don't know a lot of things a lot of things really matter to me 
how I'm perceived, how I'm valued, if I'm going to be married someday, getting married, starting a family. And I don't think there's anything wrong with any of these things. But what happens when we focus so much on these things that we neglect the very reason we're here? Now, Francis repeatedly said, the earth is not our home. And so many of us are just so focused on building things that will tie us to this world. You know, we're focused on getting more degrees and making more money, building bigger houses, just just doing the most, you know. And um, not that there's anything wrong with any of this, but when it begins to occupy your mind and it takes the best of your focus and your energy and your resources and your time, and if you were asked to weigh your thoughts, these are the thoughts that control you. These are the thoughts that pace, that pace in your mind day after day, night after night. What you can be, the future you can build, what you can become. No wonder we have grown so anxious in this generation. Why we are more stressed than ever and we panic. Because we are so tied to things that don't really matter. Because if you had a second to live, let's say five seconds, ten tops. What would you think about in those five seconds? In that moment where you are just about to knock on death's door. What would matter to you? I doubt we will be thinking about who doesn't like us or what we need to do and what we need to achieve. I mean, you, you've literally run out of time. Um, and it's in this moment that you're confronted with what have I done and what awaits me after death, right? Um, And I don't have these answers. I've never died before. But I want us to know what it means to truly live. To live a life that counts. That counts for Christ. And to literally, literally focus heavenward. Because I think many times we explain away the meaning of that scripture to put our eyes on the things that we cannot see. When I look at my life, my focus is earthward. So I focus on what? On getting my bills. I'm living in a country that is not mine. So I focus on immigration and making sure my documents are always in order. I focus on my health. I focus on my family and my loved ones. I focus on my job. I focus on making more money. And I think you have to at least devote yourself to these things to survive on earth, right? But these things are not the most important things. This is not why we are here. We are not here to go to school and get a degree, maybe to 
um, get married, start a family, get a job, work eight hours every week. I don't, I think we are here for so much more than the mundane. These days when you pick up your phone, you're constantly told of what you need to do and where you need to be and what you should have achieved and what you should focus on. And it's distraction upon distraction upon distraction and envy and competition comes in where you're now focused on someone else and what they're doing and how far they're going and how fast they're moving and ah guys I recommend that sermon for everyone because I think it's time we began to actively detach ourselves from everything that concerns this world I mean we're here right so we'll still need to live in it but to channel our focus and this is going to require so much intentionality these days when I find myself pondering about something or stressing about something I'm reminded I say Coco Earth is not your home and this is not the focus this is not the whole point of your existence nothing is worth shaking and moving you and I try to focus heavenward these days when I go to pray, it's less about what I want God to do for me and when and how. And more about what he wants to do and how I can play a role in that. These days his dreams are more important than mine and his priorities are more crucial than mine. These days his deadlines are definitely more important than mine. And I've learned to fall in love with God, just being God, not God the provider or God my healer or God my strength or God my salvation or God my safety or even God my father. These days I've learned to focus that God is God and he is much bigger than anything he can do for you I think I'm just talking everywhere and I don't even know if I'm making sense but if you like me have been distracted working tirelessly to accumulate more stuff I ask myself how much time I devote to so many things. And these, these show you what your gods are. The time, the resource, the focus. What, what, what are you living for? That is your God. And I've had several, a fleet of idols, not one molded with clay or gold, but things that I have set up as crucial and important and worthy of the best of me. And it's high time I dethroned all of these things and I focused on what really matters. So as much as this podcast is here to raise awareness on all of these things and 
you know, entertain you with amazing and enlightening conversations. This podcast is also here to help you think, to help you reflect, to help you return, to help you refocus on God and his perfect will. That is where your focus should have been all along. And that is where our focus was designed to remain. And this is going to require so much intention to look at the treasures the world has to offer and to say, my focus is heavenward. To be able to say sharing the gospel is more important than making extra money. To be able to say giving of myself for mission is more important than building a bigger house. And I know for so many of us, especially those of us who may not have come from the most wealthy or luxurious backgrounds, maybe building wealth and making more money just so you can live a comfortable life is so important to you. And I mean, it is, you have every reason, but this is not why you're here. It's not the most important thing. You were not born to come on earth and build a more comfortable life. And many times we we take the scripture abundant life and we just twist it out of proportion. Now God wants you to live a great life, a satisfying life. God desires for you to be rich. But none of these things ought to take the best of you. None of these things are worth consuming you. Nothing but him. I look at how when we even speak about things that concern God and service, whether it's mission work or evangelism or sharing the gospel, we tend to choose our ministry based on what's most convenient to us. So we look at people who sell all their possessions and move to a rural area, a rural country, and just infest their lives into building those communities and serving the poor and giving. And I mean, there was a, a couple they spoke about who moved to an island very in, in rural Southeast Asia, and they left their big, comfortable house in America and moved there, and they lived in the bush for years. And they took their children with to this remote place with no electricity and no water. And they learned the the language of these natives and manually translated the New Testament into someone else's language. I mean, who asked them to do that? These are the people we will face judgment with. And I love what Pastor Aaron says. And he said, everything you succeeded at in life will be a testimony against you. Oh, so you could do this, but you couldn't do this. Because we we love to throw, oh, I love God and I serve God. I'm a believer. But we don't live our lives like such. It doesn't cost us anything. Our religion is something of comfort where we go to when we need stuff and when we need healing and when we need help. We don't empty ourselves for the sake of the gospel. We don't, we don't sacrifice. We, we don't. We, we really serve God 
from a place of convenience and, and comfort. And it doesn't cost us anything. Our focus and the best of us is pushed into other things, into building other things that will serve us. And maybe the reason so many of us are even so devoted to God is because of how he can serve us and what he can do for us. Because I don't think there will be many Christians if there were no apparent benefits. If it was only suffering and sacrifice and pain, I don't think many there will be many Christians. So we romanticize the gospel of grace and love so much that we forget that we've been called for a purpose much bigger than us than our dreams and our goals and our petty aspirations you don't get to choose your calling based on what's convenient to you and you say things like oh no like that's not my calling my own calling is not to you know, go to the poor. My own calling is not to give off my possessions to the needy. No, my own calling is to, I mean, I'm not God. I don't know where and what you've been called to, but I think we choose our calling and we just plaster God on it. And we just choose a way to serve God that is just most convenient to us. We choose the parts that will give us more time to do us and to chase our own dreams and goals. And uh, I think I'm just everywhere. I don't even know if this podcast and this episode makes sense, but please, we ought to refer us. And if I didn't leave you with anything, I just want you to sit back and ask yourself what am I serving why am I here what am I doing what takes the best of my time my energy my resources what am I most afraid of what keeps me up at night what makes me so anxious and makes me so stressed what do I give the best of me to what defines me where does my identity stem from And what do I treasure the most? And if it isn't God or his will, then our focus is most definitely displaced. I think I've been talking too much and I want to close with a prayer. And this prayer is from the book of Philippians, chapter 1, verse 9. And it goes like this. And this is my prayer, that your love may abound more and more in knowledge and depth of insight, so that you may be able to discern what is best. Some translation says, so that you may be able to focus on what really matters, that you may be pure and blameless for the day of Christ, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Christ Jesus to the glory and praise of our God. Amen.